0: Hello and welcome to Generally Speaking. My name's Andrew. I'm Tracy. Today on our podcast, our guest will be Dr. David Claus of the Opelousas Orthopedic Clinic talking to us about the Mako Surgery Robot and Opelousas General's very own Jamie Lee, our Director of Surgical Services, talking about our joint class. So now that we've had like the big intro, how are you, Tracy?
1: I'm fine. How are you? What's new? Um, all kinds of things are new. Things have quieted down. We just wrapped up our... 13th annual golf tournament it looks like we you've uh, you
0: survived intact did. did you have a good time
1: it was it's always fun it excellent was fun. um and now it is scholarship review time so i hope everybody got theirs in by the deadline of april 1st and we will be announcing our scholarship recipients in may
0: so excellent that's
1: what's next
0: and we—if you're a winner, you'll probably get a shout out on this podcast. You
1: will most definitely get a shout out, and your picture, and a whole bunch of other fun things. So, um, but that's—that's that's what I got going on. That's the big stuff right now.
0: Excellent. Well, I was at the uh, the golf tournament. This is my second time going. It was awesome. Good job putting it on. I Thanks know everyone so had a, a really fun time. So, um, I think in the news, the or not so much the news, but I guess the other big event we have coming up is uh we have our know your numbers uh, which is our low cost wellness screenings coming up on april the 12th from 7 to 10 a.m at south campus and i think uh, this i'm really excited to see that this wellness screens has kind of almost taken on the uh the shape of a, a mini health fair
1: yeah and i think it's um it's something really unique that we do our know your numbers is not been around for forever so if you don't know about it what it is, is it's held at our South Campus. You can get um, your glucose, lipid profile, TSH, and your A1C testing done. Some of those are fasting tests, some of those are non-fasting, but they're at, a, they're at low cost. So your lipid profile is a whole eight bucks. You can get your A1C for $15, and we take cash or we take credit card, um, and you don't have to make an appointment this is low stress not a big huge deal and then once your results come in they are mailed um to you at your home and you can share them with your doctors but we do this four times a year um from seven to ten in the morning and you can just you know run in if you're on a break and come and do it or um you know make plans to come and they're always held on a friday
0: yeah and this time we'll have not not only are wellness works representative uh, here on site, but we'll also have all of our practice managers from our physician practices. So if yeah. you're in if you're thinking about establishing with a uh, a new physician, we're going to have some people there who can answer your questions. We're going to have representatives from our sleep center there as well. So, if you've had some thoughts that maybe you have sleep apnea or you have something that isn't causing you not to get a good night's sleep we'll have some people there that you can talk to you as well so please come out and see us it's all we we have some customers that come back every time and it's always great to see them but if you're on the fence of saying you know it, will this take a long time you'll be in and out in a, the blood test itself or us drawing your blood uh it takes about 10 minutes top so So if you're on
1: hours anywhere right
0: so if you're on a schedule you're heading to work or or what have you uh we'll we'll get you on your way but if you want to stay and get to know some of the other folks from opelousas general health system uh please feel free to to stick around we'd love to see you
1: yeah so definitely um save the date and again this friday april 12th from 7 to 10 it's at our south campus And if you want to check out in the show notes, there is a link with more information about it. You can also follow us on Facebook at Opelousas General Health System, or you can check out the website opelousasgeneral.com and you can take a look at the flyer there as well. And it will tell you what tests we have available, what the cost is, if it's a fasting or non-fasting test, and um, any other information you need. And again, there's no appointment necessary. You can just show up anytime between 7 and 10 and get that done. So make sure to mark your calendars, and we'll see you then.
0: Up next, Dr. Claus and Jamie Lee. Hello, and welcome to episode four of Generally Speaking. With us today is Dr. David Claus, uh, orthopedic surgeon from Opelousas Orthopedic Clinic, and with us is Opelousas General's very own Jamie Lee, Surgical Services Director. Welcome today, thanks for being here.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having us.
0: Dr. Claus, to, to open up the, the episode, being an orthopedic surgeon, what is one of the most common surgeries that you typically deal with for folks that you see?
3: for people that come in with severe arthritic changes. So first, all, we don't jump straight to surgery, but help these people with knee and joint replacements. We deal with traumas that come through the emergency room, uh, as well as uh, sports injuries like kids that get injured on the ball uh, field, uh, like ACL tears, and meniscal tears. Uh, that's generally their focus is fractures
0: and reconstruction. And, and that sounds like for the people who this has been a, a progressive, w- whether it's an athletic injury, a, a car injury, or perhaps it's just uh, age catching up with a, with an individual. For the other folks who have just waited because they're, they're either, they don't want to have the surgery, they think they're going to have a surgery, or th- there's just a lot of misconceptions about it. Typically, how do those people fall into your practice, for maybe the folks who have waited too long to consider orthopedic surgery as a potential option to uh, give them a little bit of an improvement on their
3: uh, quality of life. So you're talking about people, I think, arthritic patients, arthritic joints?
0: It it could be, or say, someone who's my age, who's in their 40s, but has a nagging pain. But they ignore it because they, you know, either it's not them or... There's
3: a lot of people that just are scared to come in to actually realize what is the cause of their pain. And so you have a lot of people coming that really have bad problems from the get-go. Other people come in relatively early. They want to know what's going on, why they have having pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, general we kind of, I think a lot of people fear that they just, we're going to say surgery from the get-go, which is not the case. That is the last resort. And most of the time, people that have arthritic conditions, it's their decision to make. It's not my decision to decide whether you need surgery or not. I'm, I'm there to tell them what they have, and this is their options. One of their options is to do nothing.
0: True, but at that point, if they've done nothing and they're in front of you, yeah,
3: they, it, <coughs> it kind uh, of leads to believe. Most of the time, they're at the point where they can't tolerate it anymore, and it's affecting their quality of life.
1: Can you just kind of talk about you know? I know one of the um, one of the the new things that we have is our Mako, and we're super excited about it. I know that um, some of your patients, some of you guys' patients that have already used it, have had rave reviews. Um, can you talk a little bit about what Mako is and what the difference is in using it um, and b- b- before when we didn't have it?
3: When somebody decided to do a joint replacement, the older way of doing joint replacements was we basically had a jig. where We would use a jig to put on the knee and kind of guesstimate where the rotation is. Bottom line, we'd make cuts in the bone and put the the trial joints in. After we put those trial joints in, a lot of times people were tight when we bent them, really loose when we brought them into extension and the knee was not considered balanced. Mm -hmm. But we committed to those cuts already, so then it was up to us to tighten ligaments, release ligaments to make that patient fit that standard knee that everybody gets. The MAKO allowing us to make the cuts, but the more important thing about the MAKO system is that we can get a CT scan, which everybody gets before surgery, Mm -hmm. and now we can place that joint exactly where we need to put it to fit that individual person so mm-hmm. we're not making all these releases. In other words, we're putting the implant in that fits that individual person right. and not the other way around. Right. If that makes any sense.
1: So how does that affect um, what? what's the difference in recovery time or um, managing pain afterwards?
3: Well, the number one of these is balanced. Most of the time, majority of the time, we're not, we haven't released soft tissues, which is the main cause of the pain. Mm -hmm. And so far, the satisfaction using the MAKO has been a lot better than prior. Because even though our intentions are good when we do a knee replacement, hip replacement, we want to help their pain, restore their motion, Mm -hmm. and get them back to what they were doing before they had arthritis. But there's still 10 to 20% of the people that we do, despite our best intentions, are not
1: happy with the joint replacement. Um, and Jamie, one of um, one of the things we were we were talking about right before we started was the joint class and how much that um, impacts um, people before surgery and, and being prepared or in you know maybe you know doing things to, to try to prevent it or just to be more educated. Can you talk a little bit about um, that joint class?
2: Um, Okay, so about a year ago, we decided that we would try to make an initiative for our patients to help them prepare better for their surgery ahead of time and to make plans for discharge. um, Once it was time for them to be discharged from the hospital, where were they going to go? What were their expectations? Who were they going to be able to get to help them to care for them after? So, um, we decided to get a multidisciplinary group that consisted of nurse managers, um, physical therapy, and case management to offer th- to make this class mandatory to all total joint replacements um, to help um, let them know what to expect ahead of time. Um, such as just different little tidbits, how they can prepare their home, um, move rugs out of the way, put things at waist level, prepare food now, make sure you have your medicines. Find a caregiver that's gonna be able to take care of you for two to four weeks after your surgery. Make sure you do have a responsible driver to carry you to your appointment, to bring you to your appointments. Um, Make sure you have enough medicine at home ahead of time be prepared because now nowadays you don't stay in the hospital for a week after your surgery you spend the night in the hospital for one night after a knee replacement and you're expected to go home the next day Mm. so be prepared ahead of time have the available help therefore you have what you need ahead of time so since we've implemented the joint class um, probably about a year and a half ago we've gotten great feedback from our patients from it they're prepared they know what to expect um, for the surgery itself, their hospital stay, and they already have their discharge planning planned out. They have their caregivers available for them. So it's helped our patients tremendously um, be successful with their surgery at
0: home. Excellent. And maybe this is uh, something you both could comment on. For for those that are listening and, and are not familiar with what the uh, the MAKO does, this isn't necessarily a, a new piece of technology. This has been around for a, a quite quite some time. So this has been a proven resource for folks who you could potentially see who need to have a hip or a knee replaced.
3: For the medical, yes. I mean, yeah, robotics have been around for a long period of time. I mean, now all these cars are manufactured with a robot, I and mean, the whole purpose of that is make it, you have accuracy as well as precision. And it's reproducible. You know, every time we, you, you always hear about the outliers. We always, like for example, a hip replacement, putting the cup in the correct position. You know, 40 deg- degrees of flexion and antivir- and 20 degrees of anniversary, well, we strive for. But there's outliers, and if that implant is not put in the correct position, you have consequences, you know, dislocation, you know, excess wear rates. What the Mako does is put everything accurately in the correct position every time so you don't have these outliers. So everything's reproducible and you have a more consistent result.
0: Excellent.
1: Yeah. Um, and I know that um, there's okay, so there's people like me that know <laughs> that they need to have stuff done, and they're and so the people like me have a million thousand things to do, and so what they're um, anxious about you know the time that they're out or being back to a hundred percent, but also knowing that. The people like me are not even at a hundred percent right now. They're around seventy-five percent. So when you have somebody that's, you know, you know, very active, lots going on, you know, nervous about taking a, a whole lot of time off of work, um, how do you convince them? This is your time to convince me to go ahead <laughs> and like now is the time. You don't want to wait
3: because when we treat arthritis, it's like a slow progressive disease. So, we always want to start off with the simple things first.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm never going to try to convince you to go, you need a knee replacement. I just want to educate you on what you have, and this is where we're going to start with. Yes, by definition, arthritis is slow progression, and you may end up with a knee replacement.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But I'm never going to tell you that. Yeah. I'm going to try to educate you on what you have, and you're going to tell me, plan A is not working. And we're
1: gonna go to B. Z is the knee replacement. Right. So what you're saying is
0: So I'm curious, what letter of the alphabet are you on right now?
3: <laughs> um I'm like on
1: L or M. Oh wow. Yeah. But
3: <laughs> halfway there.
1: But and my, my point is that, you know because I know that somebody's listening and they're laughing because they know it's them. That, you know, it's don't don't freak out. Quit stress and go see what letter of the alphabet you're at. Right. What your plans are and what can you do to help better manage your pain, to slow down the progression. That it's best to go and see you and get a very clear picture and a plan than to wait till it's the point where you you don't have a whole lot of steps
3: before surgery. Right. Right. See when when and if you eventually come to joint replacement. It's still, ultimately, your decision. it's an elective procedure. You're not mm-hmm. in the emergency room with a bone sticking out your skin. Right, right. Then, you know, I don't, I tell people, <laughs> you know, this is to improve your quality of life. Right. And you're going to tell me when your quality of life is poor. hmm Till then, we're going to s- stick with M.
1: You know, if you're worried, you have, you're in pain, you know something's going on joint-wise, you know, just go get a, a really clear picture, get a plan, and figure out where you want to go from there. I, I know that there's a lot of value in that.
0: Jamie, question for you. When you're talking to folks in your, uh, in, your, in your class, does any comment ever come up ever about the fear of having to take pain medication for an extended period of time for their uh-huh. surgery?
2: absolutely every single time so this is the main purpose of our class to make sure that our patients are prepared just like people like Tracy they may be planning to have a knee replacement in a month or they may be planning to have a knee replacement in six months we try to make sure that we can decrease your fear and anxiety as much as possible by educating you in this class about um, Pain management, we talk to you about um, how your pain is going to be controlled. That's one part of the class that we take a good amount of time to discuss and what, you're, what you can expect with pain and what's our multimodal approach that we use for pain in the hospital to decrease the amount of narcotics that you're on, to decrease your side effects from taking too many narcotics. Um, people do have the fear of getting addicted to right. it, but we have very qualified surgeons and anesthesiologists that make sure that we give you the right combination of medicines to prevent that from happening so along with other complications from any type of surgery we have a very well thought out plan to address each um, things that people are concerned about such as pain um, infection um, potential blood clots from surgery that's all planned out and very well developed with our surgeons and anesthesiologists
0: excellent and and especially with you know you hear about every time you turn around there's there's another story of opioid addiction so I just I figured that was a, a probably a fear that yes. and just maybe something really good for those uh, that are listening uh, to, to to talk about for a second so thank you
2: no we do I mean obviously a patient is having surgery they're gonna have some pain after the surgery um, but narcotics are not the only thing that we use and we try to um, make sure that your pain is under control and limit the amount of narcotics because the ultimate goal of having this surgery is to improve your quality of life and to restore um, any kind of um, previous mo- uh, movement that you were having. We want to get you up and moving as soon as possible to have a better recovery so um, narcotics just kind of delay that so we take the like I said multimodal approach to decrease that and chances of becoming addicted to opiates so
0: if for those that are listening to this podcast and they want and they know they have a loved one a mom or a dad or a friend who might need a surgery and they want to get into your joint class how do they how do they how do they go about it how do they contact you
2: um, the class is offered on the first and third um, Thursday of every month um, at three o'clock in the afternoon at the hospital the main campus The class itself lasts for about an hour. It's open to anyone. You don't have to sign up ahead of time. The surgeon, like Dr. Claus and Basila's office, they give out the handout. We have flyers for those patients that are seeing them and thinking about um, considering a a knee or hip replacement. But it's um, offered twice a month. Um, you don't need to sign up. It's open to the public. We offer refreshments and cookies. So <laughs> um, lasts about an hour.
1: So, and that was going to be one of my questions too. Was about the class. If you know, just um, just to clarify, you don't already. It can be before you ever go to see Dr. Claus or Priscilla. It can be just. I want to know before I start this journey. They can just go and get information, or do they have? Do they need to already be being seen?
2: No, um, you, majority of our patients have already seen Dr. Claus and Bacillus. Um, they've gone through the, begin, the a, a, B, C, D, E, M, mm-hmm. All, mm-hmm. just about to the M's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're at the point where they're ready to um, consider a knee replacement or have made the decision to do the knee replacement already. Um, they'll come to us and we'll talk to them about, you know, um, what to expect for, from the surgery, how long it takes, how long you'll be out for those types of things. We just give them as much information as possible for them to be able to prepare and no timelines and that type of stuff through the joint class. So, um, patients come to us and they'll tell me, oh, I'm scheduled to have surgery next week. This is the last thing that I need to do, the mandatory part. Some patients are like, we haven't, we've gone to Dr. Claus and Dr. Basil already, but we haven't gone to our primary doctor or gotten the necessary labs or clearances and stuff like that. So people come to us through um, different phases of the process. Mm-hmm. Um, but majority of them do have the intentions of having the replacement within the next year or so.
0: And uh, Dr. Claus, if there's someone who maybe wants to come talk to you and, create, and get an appointment to start, who wants to uh, review their options, how do they go about getting in touch with you? 942-6503. Excellent.
1: And we will um also have in our show notes um some information um about how you can get in touch with Dr. Claus, information about our joint class, and um also about the our Mako. So um if you have any questions, you'll have plenty of resources to get them answered. Um, anything else? Anything else you guys want to share?
3: People need to realize if they're having pain or having problems go on the internet read and do whatever to try to figure out what's going on when you come to me the first time we're just trying to make a diagnosis i mean time after time i have people come and swear they have arthritis in the hip and they need a hip replacement it's coming from their back or they just have a bursitis Mm it's easy to treat so we just we're trying to figure out what's going on, you know, I show pictures, this is what normal looks like, this is what abnormal looks like, and it may not even be come from the part that you thought pain was coming. Right. So what you're saying is, don't <laughs> go
1: online and self-diagnose yourself? <laughs> wow.
3: Let's just try to figure out what you have and what we can do about
0: it. What the plan is. Thank you both for being here today. This was really informative. We enjoyed having you, and uh, please come back and see us again.
2: Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Thanks.